Hi, I'm Alex Bernstein. And I'm Ted Wrigley. And you're listening to Curtains on Fire, the theatrical podcast of the Rising Curtain Theater Company in New Jersey. And wow, it has been months since our first podcast. We are so sorry it took this long to crank out the second one. So now the bar is being set incredibly high for this one. No pressure. But hopefully you'll find that the wait was worth it. So we have three more short plays today, Ted? We do. Today we have three very different pieces. Patty Roller by Jay Strong, Maybe Next Week by Tarek Salib, and Of the Mill by Nat Janace. And just a reminder that if you stick around after the plays, you can hear brief interviews with each of the playwrights. Our first play takes place at a college party in New York in the late 70s. This is Patty Roller by Jay Strong. Do I know you? Weren't you here last year? Wow, is the service here that slow? <laughs> no, transfer student, BU. You didn't like Boston? Not really. It was during the busing trouble, so I got a lot of drive-by slurs. It was uncomfortable. That sucks. Lee. Grant. My grandfather was in the clan. Was he a Grand Flegel? He was high up. So, 300 thread count sheets? Probably. You know I'm a descendant of Robert E. Lee? Why are you telling me this? I don't know. I don't see color. So you can't see me? You're funny. You don't have an accent. Where are you from? New York. Is Harlem like on TV? Don't know. Don't live there. You're from the South Bronx? No, Upper West Side. Harlem starts across 110th Street. So the West Side is not Harlem? Not all of it. That's fascinating. Is it? You got a girlfriend? I haven't really had a chance to hang out. I'm in the off-campus apartment, so I gotta make sure I catch the last van or I have to walk home. So you're on scholarship? No, I just got accepted late. What's your family do? My mom's a lawyer. Oh, no daddy? Not in that sentence, no. Oh, can I ask you something? Why would I stop you now? Do you get a suntan? Seemingly, I can't help it. Can I touch your hair? Can I touch your breasts? Do you want to? I'm in the new dorms. I have no idea where that is. <laughs> You're funny. Is it true what they say about black men? Yes, human. Oh. Well, that was weird. Oh, you think so? Can I get one of those pretzels? Do you know me? Sorry, Grant. Who do you think you are? Someone with a nut allergy? Private school? One of your parents is white, right? Not that I noticed. They let any old bougie Negroes in here now. What'd your family do? Buy a building? No. Though now, I'm wondering. Can you point me to the new dorms? Our next story starts quietly enough at a library in suburbia. And the time period is, well, not so long ago. This is Maybe Next Week by Tarek Salib. Hutchins Library will be closing in approximately 15 minutes. I see the new Ron Chernow book is in. We just got it in this morning. Would you like to check it out? Uh, maybe next week.
Hey! Hey! Stop! Help! Stop! Stop! This guy's almost ran me over! Where are you going? Do you have any weapons on you? No! Whose bike is this? Mine! How many gears does it have? I don't know! We have a report of a stolen bike. You fit the description. How come you don't know how many gears are on the bike? Where are you coming from? The library. Do you have any tattoos? I, I know. Stop resisting. I... What is this on your leg? It's a scar. I... How did you get it? I don't know. Stand there and don't move. You can go, but I better not see you causing trouble around here. For our final piece today, we're going way back to ancient Greece, where some elder statesmen are overseeing their serfs as they grind the wheat. This is Of the Mill by Nat Genese. Uh, old friend, I fear we cannot wait any longer for sustenance. I must go on the hunt and find our dinner. Cease, Prochorus. We shall be fed once the cornmeal is complete. Dare I ask how many more turns to the sundial until we can commence supper? I can wisely estimate completion upon 400 more revolutions of the mill. Halvas, we shall find our graves before we find full stomachs. Behold my spear! I can go to the hills and down a lamb or goat. We would feast in but an hour. My dear friend, we cannot sustain on just the rations of the wild kingdom. Perhaps our term of life would be more than 30 years if we embraced variety and food of the earth that is rooted. Our eyes are of the hunter, the meat eater. Plants are not proper provisions for the table. We grow stronger for each beast slain, fried, and ingested. Your palate for a plate that walks is well known, and I imagine that stems from your youthful vigor. Perhaps I will call the edibles you obtain from wildlife proteins? In your honor, dear boy. Alvis, the slaves of the mill and we citizens are wanting of our evening spread. What say you of the availability? 380 more turns and we will be enjoying the spread. Table, can you compel Halvis and allow my hunt to commence? Halvis, for the love of Ambrosia, send the boy to work. Dear Hable. I see an unfamiliar guardian by your side. What of your former protector? He seemed honorable, and was he not of your blood? Um, clearly still at war. <laughs> With our state's uh, enemies? <laughs> Spin faster, I say. I am becoming gray, observing patiently. Beyond now, how many turns for the feast? Two hundred. It will resolve more promptly if we cease observation. My lord, need I loiter until Havis succeeds? Oh! Ah! Oh! Oh, no. oh, for the love of Zeus, why? Oh, 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 oh. Ah! Oh. Oh, oh. 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 oh.
Oh, that's gross. Oh, no. My apologies. My apologies, alas. The tragedy of Halvis is punctuated by the seizing of the mill. Upon the fate of Halvis and the spilling of his blood, his cornmeal is now a dish with the constitution of human flesh. While I mourn him, I fear this does compel us to go against his bidding and I find prey. Such effort and the task being of many hours. We shall consume of the meal with Halvis as a component. <laughs> His kismet will not be squandered. Can Ape tell us to consume of man? Indeed. My lord speaks of such matters more frequently than I can admit. We had a Ken Habel moment not 14 moons ago upon our courier's corporeal form when his marathon dispatched him. Fetch the tzatziki! We shall find a silver lining off his white bones! What an incredibly gruesome way to die. That's what you get for having other people do all the cooking. Now we're going to spend a few minutes with our three authors, Jay Strong, Tarek Salib, and Matt Janace, and what inspired them to write these pieces. So Tarek, you wrote maybe next week, the piece where you're riding the bike and you're accosted by the police officer. Did that actually happen to you? It did. It, it's based on uh, an event that actually happened. I was, I was still in college at the time, and I was riding... I took my bike down to the library and I was riding back from the library when um, an unmarked police car basically jumped the sidewalk and came in front of me and uh, kind of freaked me out. And was that the only time that happened to you? No. Uh, well, that's the only time that's happened on a bike, but I've, I've had instances where I was pulled out of the window of the car. Um, we, it was like in the wee hours of the morning and we dropped a friend off. It was me and another buddy of mine and we, we were at a stoplight, you know, and we made a turn and it's like all hell broke loose. Police cars showed out out of nowhere, guns drawn, like the whole, like in the movies. And we're like, holy shit. Actually, we cut through a gas station to avoid the, the traffic light. At three in the morning, there's nobody in the street. And it turned out that there was surveillance for some kind of big drug bust. And we drove right through it. And when we cut through the gas station, they thought we were trying, like we were part of it and we were trying to escape. And, uh, yeah, it took a few hours to get that sorted out, so that was not fun. What people may not know, Tarek, is that you've been doing comedy and improv forever. You're probably one of the funniest people contributing to Curtains on Fire. Your natural inclination seems to be to lean into comedy. So what was it like to work on a piece like this that was more serious and personal? That's a good question. It was, it was not easy. It was extremely emotional to kind of relive those moments. I think that's one of the other reasons why I do lean into comedy. Um, it's more like escapism. I am concerned of going down that dark path and kind of, you know, getting trapped in it. It was a surprise that you guys picked this one, honestly, and it's pushed me to kind of write more pieces like it, uh, figuring, you know, it, it's good to kind of switch out a little and, and try something different, but it, it, was, it was emotionally tolling, to, to, to say the least. Jay, you wrote Patty Roller, the piece that takes place at a party at college. And just tell me, why is the piece called Patty Roller? Well, that's uh, a term for slave catchers, patrollers. 
So you learn something every time we do one of these pieces. I learn something every time I write them, so that's... With this piece, was this a conversation that actually took place? It is a composite of conversations, the kinds of conversations that I found myself having in college with students who were uh, white. <laughs> and also a composite of conversations that I often had with students who were black as well. Uh, you know, coming from a middle class, a private school background, I grew up in a very integrated world, so uh, it was kind of weird for me to find that there was a way in which we were not supposed to all get along. Um, you know, and uh, I wasn't nearly as offended as I realized I was supposed to be by the kinds of bizarre questions I was being asked, uh, because I thought it was about people trying to get to know someone. And I was shocked by the kinds of things that my, my brothers and sisters would say to me because of my you know, comfort with people of other colors. Um, yeah, so I wanted to write about that. One of the things I love about this piece is that it's very time-specific. It's got this late 70s vibe to it with the earth, wind, and fire type music playing. But then it goes into the main subject, which is pretty timeless. It's maybe even more timely today than ever. Did you think about that when you were writing the piece? Huh, well, um, you know, I think there's a touch of nostalgia because of when it's set and, and when remembering a time when things actually seem, from my perspective, to not be quite so fraught and people didn't seem quite so alienated from each other. So there was a little bit of that. Of course, you know, I was writing in context of the times, so the times now and how things are now, so uh, you know, yes, that, that was certainly impinging on my thinking when I was trying to put this together. Jay, I noticed you toss in a lot of wordplay. Lee and Grant, Grand Flegel, which uh, I know because you told me is a Banana Splits reference. How important is wordplay to you when you're writing? Um, yes, yeah. You know, of course, I write a lot of comedy as well, and uh, you know, language is something that utterly that I find utterly fascinating, and I like the things that you can do with it, and I like how you pick the names for the characters, and and it you know adds an extra dimension to them. Uh, you pick a title for it, and it adds an extra dimension to it. And sometimes looking for the right title, you know, helps me to understand what it is I'm trying to say. So, yeah, I, I love words. Does Grant ever make it back to Lee's dorm? Oh, wow. Um, yeah, in that particular piece, very, you know, that's what happens next as far as I'm concerned. Um, and she invited him over, and the other woman was not being very pleasant, so... You know, why, why should he go get on the van and go all the way back to off-campus housing when he can go over to the new dorms, if he can find them? Nat, you wrote Of the Mill, and one of the things I love about the piece is that you set it in ancient Greece, and you also love wordplay, especially with all the Greek names you've made up. What were you thinking about when you came up with all the names? The, the location and the the general like time period was very deliberate it was really the whole premise of it came from that um and that's why it you know generated from the whole idea of the mill um as far as the names i kind of played with the names here and there uh like halvis is actually the name of a greek food and i very intentionally wanted to give him that kind of a name uh prochorus was a, a real deacon a christian deacon but he was known for kind of being ahead of the curve being young and very mind strong so i, I like giving that name over there and then you know Hable is obviously derived from abel it is an alternate spelling of it 
Um, and New Guard is derived from New Guard. It was a very deliberate choice. <laughs> and what made you decide to set the piece in ancient Greece? A, a lot of it came from the concept of doing something with the, you know, people trying to prepare something and it's going and it's going. And I just had this visual in my head of a mill turning and, um, you know, and it kind of, I, I spent a lot of time in the fitness industry and, you know, the idea of a treadmill is a torture device and then you have the mill and it's being used for something productive, but obviously you have people driving it and just it's tedious and it keeps going. Uh, but it was a necessity and it had to be done in order to produce something. So like the idea of having a whole bunch of people standing around, it's like, yeah, we're waiting to eat, man. It, it just started like really clicking with me and I, I, I kind of chuckled at it. I was like, I, I want to see how I could develop this. I also love the fact, maybe inadvertently, that the piece uh, is sort of educational, explaining where the different food processes come from, proteins. Did you plan for the piece to be educational when you wrote it? I, I can't say that I was planning on making it educational. Um, I definitely wanted it to be a process and some of the, um, you know, some of the different things that happen, you know, the idea of the proteins is really meant to be a play on words and uh, just kind of elicit a chuckle. Um, and it kind of was funny because as I was writing the piece, it kind of got into this type of language and style and it started there and it went throughout the entire thing. And it really like the voice just never left. I mean, it was just such a, a, a like a consuming thing to actually write it because I was just like, oh, I'm so involved with this. I want to do this. Um, you know, I, you know, if anything seems educational that was more uh, circumstance than you know than intention i can imagine setting a piece of comedy in ancient greece it's an ambitious choice and could be difficult to execute were there any challenges in writing it um <clears throat> one thing that became a challenge with it an intentional challenge uh but it, i made a very deliberate effort to try not to use the same terms repeatedly so if you look at how they refer to dinner and, you know, waiting and everything, you'll see that it's constantly using a different way of referring it, a different language to it. Um, if you read it again and again, I think it actually kind of makes it fun to see as an author how I was trying to avoid repetition. Um, and in a short piece, it was fortunate if this was a long piece, that would have been very difficult. Jay, Tarek, Nat, thanks so much. And that's it for podcast number two. Thank you so much for joining us. We just want to mention a few people. Patty Roller, starred Harvard Fraser, Kylie Healy, and Norma Lesta. Maybe Next Week featured Anthony Hawkins, Bobby Shanks, and Nat Janace. Of the Mill starred Bruce Mejia, Tarek Salib, Ted Wrigley, and Nat Janace. All three of our plays today were directed by Ted Wrigley. And mixed by Alex Bernstein. And David Doster. Our graphics were created by Pina Carey, and our theme music was created by David Doster. And special thanks to Lisa Connell for her assistance. The Gartens on Fire podcast is produced by Ted Wrigley and Alex Bernstein. And thanks again for listening in. We'd love to hear your feedback. You can reach out to us at info at risingcurtaintheatercompany.com. Please join us next time for more new works by more up-and-coming playwrights. We promise it will not be another half a year before our next episode. Until then... Don't stand so close to the curtains. <laughs>